What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Road to Fueling Better podcast. Um, it's been a while. It's been a very busy, busy month for the, the both of us. Um, if you guys did not know, March is actually National Nutrition Month. So we wanted Woo. to take a moment to give a shout out to all the RDs and the RD2Bs out there in the nutrition field, helping people reach their nutrition goals. Yes. Shout out to all of us out there fighting the good fight. Um, dietitians and, and RD2Bs, we're like, we're like superheroes, you know, we're just like flying under the radar in the healthcare world. We really are doing so many like nutrition is we're obviously very passionate about it, but I think we're superheroes. So we get to toot our own horn this month. month. Um, that's it. Um, and, um, yeah, so busy month, but we're back and we have an exciting topic that, um, I think is, uh, you know, a good one for this time of year with like spring's coming, the weather's changing. Um, yeah, I think kind of that season change. And, um, again, we just changed the clocks. It's always kind of that time where people kind of either reevaluate their goals or start to set goals. Um, so we wanted to talk about that in this episode and really highlight the importance of coming up with a plan that supports your goals, which is really something that is the foundation of what we do in the nutrition field. Um, there's of course the nutrition science and talking about food and macros and micros and the human body and all of that, but a huge component of what we do is that, um, behavior change component and actually helping our clients to set goals. Um, because without that behavior change or that action component, knowledge only gets you so far. So we need both pieces of the puzzle. So we've done a lot of like nutrition info, uh, episodes, but we wanted to kind of circle back and talk more, um, about goal setting. And I think that this is honestly the, the piece that a lot of programs miss, right? You know, like the meal plans, the 30 day fixes, the, the this, the that, everything that's out there, they kind of skip over this whole behavior change um, because it takes time, right? This is not something that just happens. Yeah. So it's not, you know, the gold, shiny, sexy thing that people want to promote because it's not, it's, it takes time. It takes hard work and, um, you know, it's, but it is a very important piece of the overall puzzle. And it is, you know, really the key to that long lasting change and success. Right. So absolutely. We see this a lot with, you know, both, both our clients, um, that when it comes to goal setting, we see a lot of, um, a lot of mistakes around this area. Um, so before we talk about, healthy goal settings and ways to approach, um, what we call smart goals. We'll kind of get into that a little bit later, but, um, we kind of want to talk about what not to do things that we see that we kind of want to advise you to, to not do. Um, there's two main mistakes that we see the most, and we're going to kind of get into both of them, but just a quick overview. The first one would be non-behavior based goals. And the second one would be black and white, extreme behavior-based goals, right? So to start the non-behavior-based goals, this is the typical, I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to get to X weight on the scale. 
like there's no plan in incorporated here. It's just, it's, it's the end point. It's the end point, which is like, okay, that's fine. That's maybe step one, but then, you know, we do it. They just leave it at that and don't essentially work backwards on the steps to get there. Right. So that would be the thing. Like I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to reach X, X weight on the scale. That's not a behavior. So you can't fully control that. You know, the, the, it's coming up with the behaviors to get there. That is important. Yeah. We can this. uh, Yeah. It applies to any goal. Like, you know, I want to deadlift 250 pounds. Okay. What do you, what do you need to do to build up to be able to get there? So again, it's like, okay, that's step one, but we need to work backwards and come up with the habits, the behaviors, the actions that you're going to take to get to that end goal. And if you just come up with that outcome and leave it there, you're doing yourself an injustice. Cause think about it when you're, that was a great example. The whole deadlift thing, kind of the same thing goes with like marathon training, right? People sign up for a marathon. You never just jump into, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to run 26 miles. There's a million programs out there. You can hire a coach, whatever it is you're training. They recommend to train for like five, six months for these, for marathons. I mean, I trained, I think for 26 weeks, you are progressively building up each week to get to that distance, to get to that ultimate distance. It is no different when it comes to weight loss or any goal like this. You need to, you know, think of a plan to help get you there, to take this, the small steps that you need to ultimately get you there. Exactly. I mean, imagine if you wanted to run a marathon and you <clears throat> just didn't really train and like you showed up and like, that is not going to go well. And then you're going to be like, oh, I failed at this goal when really you kind of set yourself up for failure by not having an actual plan. Plan. Exactly. And that's like another, you're not going to do a marathon 30 days. Like it takes time. It's the exact same principle when it comes to this. That's why they say it's not a marathon. It's a, or it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Like that, that saying really is so appropriate here. Yeah. So true. And so, um, again, just making sure that we have those action steps to get you to your end goal is really, really important. So we'll be talking more about that. Um, the other mistake that we see is, uh, you know, okay. We start to think about the behaviors maybe that we need to do to get to that end goal, but we go, balls to the wall, um, black and white, you know, very extreme with it, um, in terms of, okay, you know, I'll just run 10 miles, you know, tomorrow and see how I do, or I need to lose a ton of weight this first week, you know, or just go so extreme with it, which again, is not setting you up for success. Exactly. Or, you know, if it is a behavior-based goals goal in this uh, category, we would see like, I'm going to cut out this bread, sugar, uh, whatever it is. No carbs. No carbs. Or I'm going to do keto, carnivore, um, whole 30, something like that, where it's just so extreme that yes, you have the, the behavior, some of the behaviors there, but 
it's not going to last. That is, it's so extreme. Yeah. It's not going to last. Exactly. Like it lacks that sustainability. And I think there's so many, like this could apply to a nutrition behavior. This could apply to um, an exercise routine of like, oh, uh, you know, I'm going to go to the gym every single day for at least an hour. And it's like, okay, well, if you're not going right now, then that's a little bit extreme, you know? So yes, you have the behavior, right. But you're not, I guess it's like dosing it appropriately or, or working your way up, not being realistic. Exactly. And so and we know we see it all the time that this backfires. Yep. And motivation. I think that people think, you know, people get motivated and they're like, let's go, I'm going to do it. And then the motivation does not last. It never does. So the secret is finding an approach that sticks when the motivation dies right? Yeah. You're not going to be motivated every single day for the rest of your life. So you need to find an approach that you're going to be okay with, even on those days that you really don't feel like going. Yeah. And I think that's where starting small and like meeting yourself where you're at is going to help maybe with your mindset around it. Because if you try something very extreme, that is not really realistic or attainable, and then you don't get there, then you feel like you failed and you, we kind of are prone to want to throw in the towel and give up. Um, whereas if you say, okay, maybe I'll try and get to the gym two times a week for 30 minutes and that's much easier to do. And you do that, then you feel proud and like you accomplish something. And I think that helps with your mindset to want to continue working toward that goal. Exactly. And not to mention, I mean, we hate restriction. We, we've talked about it many times. We just hate diets that include severe restriction, but research does even show that restriction does backfire and often leads to that binge restrict cycle and that negative relationship with food. So that when you're looking at the overall picture is going to hinder your, your progress in the long term. Um, so in many cases, actually puts you further away from your goal than you even were to begin with, because now you've got, you know, an even more negative relationship with food, or you were restricting yourself and then ran into binge eating. And now we have to kind of work on correcting that or healing from that issue on top of whatever was, was happening before. Um, so it's, it's a slippery slope. And, um, I think we have diet culture to thank for that in terms of kind of normalizing these extremes as like the, you know, this is how to do it. You just cut a food group out. Um, but we're here to tell you that that has not, you know, if you've done that before, we know that doesn't work. Um, we talked, I know we did, I think it was episode five. We talked about bad diets and our experience with them and, and spoke to this. Um, so here's your reminder that that is not the way to go about things. Nope. Not the answer. Never has been, never will be. (laughs) Nope. Exactly. Uh, So the thing that a lot of that, these goals, you know, the non-behavior based goals and the black and white extreme based goals, um, they don't work because they're not what we call smart goals and they don't set us up for long-term or really, I mean, even short-term, any type of success. Um, they're designed to really set you up for failure. 
So I think next let's talk about what is a smart goal. I know a lot of people have probably heard of them, but um, let's just kind of get into what they are and we'll kind of give you guys a couple examples with, you know, food and exercise and, um, you know, kind of how to, to set your goals up for success. Yes. And if you have a goal in mind that you're personally, you know, working on, it would be a good practice to kind of think about that and make sure that you're implementing, um, smart goals, um, related to whatever you're working on. So smart goal, um, being, um, that an acronym, uh, where it stands for, um, you know, basically the components of what a healthy, uh, goal is made up of something that will be sustainable. Um, so it stands for specific, So we want to get very specific. It stands for the M is measurable, um, attainable, realistic. It's a big one there and time-based. So, um, we wanted to kind of go through a few examples, but what we see is that with those kind of mistakes we mentioned earlier, um, usually at least one of those components or one of those letters are missing. Usually you know, it's multiple where we're choosing something that is not specific. For example, I want to work out more. Okay. Right. Like it's not, it's, it's missing that, uh, more specific thing or a measurable thing. So we wanted to bring you through a few examples of what a smart goal would look like. Yeah. And these smart goals are, are designed to, to, you know, address the, um, issues that we talked about before. So, you know, like I want to lose 20 pounds, um, come up with a smart goal on how to get there, you know? Yeah. The behaviors, the actions. So an example would be, you know, like say vegetables. Um, I want to eat more vegetables. The problem is you don't eat any vegetables throughout the day. Um, so yep, you want to eat more, but that's not a smart goal. Right. Um, so most people would be like, Oh, I'll just, add veggies to my day, or I'll just add veggies. That's not a smart goal either. That's we're we're getting there, but we're not there yet. Not specific enough. No, like we want specific. I want like the more specific, the better. Um, yeah. You know, so something that we would kind of work towards here would be like, I'm going to add a serving of vegetables to three meals at lunch this week very specific, Boom. very specific, very measurable. Um, you know, like when you're reflecting back on the week, did you add the serving to the three meals at lunchtime that you, that you wanted to, that's a measurable goal. Um, yeah. We would say that, you know, you're not starting with every meal you're saying, I'm going to do three at lunch. You're not even starting with, you know, every day it's yeah. And that kind of goes into our next thing of being realistic. Um, a lot of times, you know, people jump the gun and they're like every meal, every day, vegetables. And then it yeah. doesn't happen. <laughs> or I'll, I'll go vegan again, the, the yes. extreme option. I'll go vegan. I'll start a juice cleanse. Um, it's like, okay, we don't need to do that. Let's no. just work at, you know, again, some, doesn't that sound so much better to, you know, incorporate a serving of veggies at three lunches over the course of the week, instead of something you know, putting pressure on yourself to do it every single meal or putting pressure on yourself to do something ridiculous, like a cleanse or a very restrictive diet. 
Um, yeah, it just is like, yeah, oh yeah, that's, that makes sense. Let's go with that option. Um, yeah. And so that example, again, you know, kind of hits all of those points with being specific, measurable, attainable, and realistic, and then focusing on it like a week at a time of like, okay, this week, here's my focus. So we have the time-based component there as well. Um, and I mean, by setting a go goal ahead. Like this, like by setting a goal up like this, you now have data to look at, at the end of the week and see, yeah. okay, did I, did I, you know, crush this goal? Did I not? What are some ways that I can improve on that? Like, it's all about looking at it and evaluating it at the end of the week and figuring out what, you know, if you did not hit the goal, why? And let's think of ways to hit the goal. Um, and if you yeah. did it, great, like let's build on it then. Celebrate and keep going. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, it's funny. It's amazing. Like just going back to like, you know, dietitians, nutrition month, like there's the nutrition and all the knowledge, but like at the end of the day, we're just these like nutrition problem solvers of like, yes. you know, for example, like someone could be, could set this goal up and say, okay, yeah, I made it into two of my lunch meals, but then I ran out of veggies um, or like, you know, maybe some like whatever happened, like, we're just there to dig and be like, okay, well, why, what happened? Was it, you know, did you run out of time? Um, Did you not buy enough? And like, we keep digging to get to that root cause of what happened, you know, and how can we, you know, essentially plan for that or, help you through that challenge, um, to make you more successful, you know, the following week. So it's just, again, shout out to what we do. We're just solving (laughs) problems all day. (laughs) That's it. Because, you know, it's, and plus it's very easy to get down on yourself. Um, you know, I, I said I was going to do it three times, but I only did it two times. Like I'm a failure. And we're also here to, you know, encourage you that you're not a failure. You're a human. Um, something happened to get in the way and let's just work through it, talk about it and come up with a way to, to overcome that next time. You know, like there's no, yeah. that's a thing too. Like we see it all the time. There's no failing in there's the learning journey. You're learning every year yeah. is a learning opportunity. It's a speed bump and you learn how to overcome it. The only way that you fail is if you throw in the towel and you're like, I'm done. Like that's failing, yeah. not because you know, then you're right back where you started. Exactly. But not hitting a goal one week, that's not failing. You just got to keep plugging along. Right. Learn from it and keep going. And I think that negative self-talk really does get in the way of, you know, continuing or actually taking away the learning piece from what didn't go well or what didn't go the way we thought if you have a negative mindset or you have negative self-talk that is getting in the way of what you can actually learn and take away. So if that's something you struggle with, you know, that's also something we do as coaches is, um, you know, help our clients kind of reframe that mindset. Yep, exactly. Um, so I think that that was a pretty good food example. Um, I mean, that can really go for anything, veggies, protein, water, anything. Um, we just encourage you again, start small and then build upon it. Right. Um, and that's a great thing about evaluating at the end of the week. Um, if you crushed it and you're like, I got this, 
maybe add a day. Maybe the next week will be, I'm going to do four days or I'm going to add veggies to dinner one day. Like, so you're slowly, slowly incorporating more veggies into the day without feeling like totally overwhelmed. And then you're like, oh, I hate veggies. I've just done too many. Yeah. So it's kind of the slowly building that staircase um, instead of jumping. Exactly. Steps, eating veggies for every meal and being like, oh, this is awful. And now you take 11 steps backwards. Um, so yeah, start small, um, no goal too small. That's, that's where we kind love of- that. I love that. Um, so the next, the next example that we kind of wanted to get into would be like an exercise example. We see this all the time too, of, like you said before, you know, people are like, I haven't been to the gym in three years. What's the goal. I'm going to go to the gym seven days a week. Ouch. (laughs) I, you're going to be real, real sore. And you're probably not going to do it realistically. If you haven't been to the gym in three years, maybe you'll do it for the first week, but that's probably not going, that is such an extreme Yeah. that let's just not. <laughs> and I think with something like that, like, again, you're going to be very sore and very burned out that then you're going to be like, I don't, I don't want to see the walls of a gym ever again. Like you're going to kind of scar yourself yep. uh, by going too hot out of the gate like that. Right. Right. So um, you know, we're all about exercising more, um, but you, you need to get specific and realistic with this one too. So, you know, if you haven't been to the gym in three years and you're like, all right, well, I need to start exercising more. Um, that is a good start, but that's not, we got to get a little bit deeper than that. Um, yeah. So you got to start exercising more. I'm going to start going to the gym or I have to start going to the gym. Okay. We're getting there, but let's even get more specific than that. Yes. Um, exactly. Starting with, you know, the find a type of movement that you enjoy, right. Um, you don't need to go to the gym first. Yeah. If you hate the gym again, why are you setting yourself up for failure to say, I'm going to go to this place that I hate seven days a week. Maybe we need to rethink that completely of, finding a different form of movement that you actually enjoy. Exactly. Um, you know, like, do you like the gym? Are there any other forms of movement that you like? Like you could go play tennis. You could go for a walk. You could go for a run. Rollerblading is really fun. I don't know if you've ever done it before, but I got, I'm a hockey player. Rollerblading was my childhood. And like, that's fun. You do it for like an hour. We should, we should blade. I'm a big, you have rollerblades. Oh, I have rollerblades. Oh my God. I'm a big, I'm so excited. (laughs) That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. No, it's, it's, I love blading. I actually wore my, the breakout on my left blade. Cause I get so scared. Actually the blades only have one, one break. So now my blades have no break. I need to buy a new one because I get nervous going down the hills. I just ride the brakes the whole time. Yeah. I got a wow. <laughs> I haven't rollerbladed in a while, but that would be a hoot. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, see, like choosing things you're going to be excited about, like rollerblading or something else, something specific to you that you like. Yep. Um, you know, are you, have you been into a gym? Are you intimidated to go into a gym? Maybe then let's look at classes. Um, you know, you don't need to do something that you hate or that you feel uncomfortable 
in, especially when you're first starting, the, the first step is just getting your step, your foot into the door of movement, any type of movement that's going to be better than no movement. Um, yeah, what these goals really are is, is inching just a little bit better each time. Um, yeah. Yeah. So and if you choose something you enjoy, you're going to want to do it, to go. So you're setting yourself up for again, success in making it happen exactly. with starting with something that, you know, is not going to feel like a struggle or a chore. Um, and then you're not going to go. So exactly. very important. That's step so, one. Yeah. So, so, you know, coming up with a smart goal to get specific, you would come up with a type of movement that you wanted to do and like a duration, let's say, you know, like I'm going to, I don't know, let's say go for a walk. I'm going to go for a walk three days a week for 20 minutes. Yeah. Like that. That's, you know, pretty uh, specific, specific. Durable. it's attainable. You can walk anywhere. Um, realistic three days a week. There's no reason that you shouldn't be able to walk three days a week for 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. You're not starting with every single day. Yep. You're starting with, okay. Three days a week. Let's see how that goes. Yeah. And then time-based like commit to it for a certain time. Say I'm going to walk, you know, three days a week for 20 minutes this week. Again, at the end of the week, yeah. did it happen? Did it not? If it didn't, why is it a time management thing? Is it, do you need to get up a little bit earlier? Do you need to maybe, I don't know, like we come up, we work with our clients with this all the time. And we, as you said, it's like, well, do you have any time during your lunch break? Maybe you could get a little walk during your lunch break. It's just coming up with yeah. them in a way that works for you. Yeah. And setting yourself up for success. And I love that you said time management because it, it's like taking it that step further of like, okay, walking three days, 20 minutes, but we, you know, we all have busy lives the, the day, you know, work, day, especially like the work day, like, or even weekends are busy. Like the day starts. And like, if you're not intentional about what you want to fit into your day, um, the day comes and goes and we didn't do the thing that we said we were going to do. So I'm a huge fan of time blocking and scheduling my Google calendar is my Bible and I schedule lunch breaks daily. I schedule, I schedule everything. Um, and so if you're someone who struggles with time management or might, for example, set a goal like this and then kind of like forget or get wrapped up in the craziness of the week, put it in a calendar. Like it's an appointment like of like, or think about when, it's going to be realistic to get that walk in. If Tuesdays are the busiest day of the week for you and you're like loaded up all day, maybe that's a day you don't walk. Like again, we, in terms of being realistic, um, but thinking about like, oh, you know, a morning walk would actually, I think work the best for me or no, the lunch break um, is going to work the best for you. So thinking about what is actually going to work for you and your lifestyle and like, Put it in your schedule, set an alarm, put it in your calendar, um, especially when you're first starting. Because when you're first starting, it's, it's just, you're getting into a new routine. So it is going to be inconvenient and you probably will find reasons yeah. to do it. Um, it's all or about, forget about it. Yeah. It's all about finding that routine. And again, doing this in a, in a smart way, um, you're going to in turn build these 
these behaviors as habits, right? Eventually you're going to wake up and you're gonna be like, all right, it's Monday, 10 o'clock. I'm, I'm going out for a walk. It's what I do on Monday. Yeah. 10 o'clock. Um, so, you know, it's, it just comes down to building these behaviors and turning them into habits. That's what brings us the long-term sustainable success. Um, and then continuing to build on them when it's appropriate, yeah. like slowly, like there's no end goal. There's no end time. It's not like you're like, all right, I need to be here by this time. Like what happens when you get there? You don't just stop. You're not just like, all right, I made it to my end goal. I got to X pounds on the scale or whatever it is. Like now I can stop all these behaviors because it's yeah, no, that works. That got you there. That got you there. Yeah. That's why you need to learn them. And that's why we want to be realistic and enjoy the process um, because that is what is going to be sustainable. And like you said, there's, there's no end date. Um, you don't deadlift 250 pounds and say, okay, now I'm good. I'm not going to deadlift ever again. No, no, you need to continue training so that you can continue to be able to do that. And then if you're like us, you would, I mean, I haven't deadlifted that amount, so I'm not going to take props <laughs> for something I haven't done yet. But once you do that, then you would probably then be like, all right, 300, let's go. You know, you would, you'd say what's next. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, I love what you said about kind of building that, um, that staircase, um, you know, one step at a time. And again, like, like you said in the beginning, like that's not necessarily like the sexy approach of like, let's just like, you know, in 10 days, you're going to be at this end result. But like, we know that doesn't work and nutrition and like, lifestyle goals, fitness goals, like it's not sexy. It's, it is this like slow and steady process to get there, but that we're telling you, like, that is what is ultimately going to be sustainable and successful and actually give, you know, give you the outcome you're looking for, whatever that might be. Exactly. So we really just want to emphasize like the importance of setting smart goals. Um, because you really, you know, the, the main thing is you can evaluate these. These are so every component, uh, of the smart goal is, uh, allows you to evaluate, right? It's specific, it's measurable, it's attainable, it's realistic, it's time-based. These are all factors that you can look at at the end of the week, evaluate, and then come up with a plan to further progress. Um, so, we, we also definitely want to encourage you to, you know, evaluate these SMART goals and take them really like as data, right? Like take the emotion yeah. away from it and stay objective. Yes. Um, you know, like we said before, if you didn't hit your goal that week, you're not a failure. It's just, all right, let's think of a way to make it happen next week. You know, um, don't get down on yourself. Like these goals should just be the, you know, evaluated in a very, like you said, objective way and, and learn from it. Yeah. And almost, I think removing yourself a little bit, or like sometimes even thinking about like, if you were helping a friend or family member with this goal, how, like you would just want to know like, okay, what happened? What played out? Like, you're not going to beat someone like someone you love up for not doing something. You're going to be like, Oh, like, well, why didn't it happen? Like what, how can we get to the bottom of that? And like, how can we change that? Um, and so like treating yourself with that same respect that you would 
anyone else, which I know is hard, but um, beating yourself up does not yield any positive results. Um, I love the phrase uh, reflect with curiosity, not criticism. So instead of criticizing yourself, beating yourself up, just again, look at the facts. What happened? How did it play out? And, you know, what do I want to celebrate about that? And there's always something to celebrate. Um, and again, what didn't go well and what am I going to do about it? Yep. You know, like let's learn from it. Let's not just throw ourselves into this negative spiral by beating ourselves up. It's not constructive and I think and not fun. A good point that you made about celebrating, um, like celebrating small wins is something I do with my clients literally every single day because it's, so it's a must for yourself to be like, well, I did this, this and that, but I didn't do this. It's like, well, look at, but you did this, this, and that. That's a huge, yeah. just because you didn't do one thing. Like let's celebrate the three other things, no matter how small they are. A lot of times I'll hear, you know, I know it's not big, but, and I'm like, no, it's big. There's it's big. Too small. Like celebrate yeah. each win because it drives you. It drives you to keep going and to do better more so than dwelling on something you didn't do. The negative. Yeah. <laughs> And I think we're, again, just so quick to be hard on ourselves or so quick to think that we're not good enough, you know, of like, oh yeah, I did this, but somehow I feel like it's not enough. And it's like, we, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's just a rabbit hole. I won't get down like where that all of that comes from and why we are prone to do that. But if you're prone to that, and I think we all, you know, can be to a certain extent, it's like catching yourself when that happens and being able to reframe those thoughts and um, yeah, celebrate those wins along the way. Um, big, small, everything in between. Um, and yeah, remembering that SMART goal acronym and um, again, taking those small steps to get you to where you want to be. Exactly. Yeah. Build that staircase one step at a time. That is it. Um, so yeah, we, we love this topic. Um, we just feel super passionately about this again, because we see how, you know, those, again, those mistakes of being too extreme or not having that plan, you know, can really hold you back from what, what your potential is, you know? Um, and so it's something that, we help our clients out with, um, if you feel like there's a goal you're working on and you're not sure how to approach it or how to maybe turn it into a smart goal. Um, we want to let you know that our DMS are open. Feel free to reach out to us. We're here for you. Yes. And if you found this episode helpful, give us a share, give us a like. Um, and, and yeah, we'll, uh, be back next week if you or whenever we're back. We're kind of like pretty sporadic. We'll be back. We'll be back. But um, yeah, feel free to uh, pop in our DMs if there's any topics that you guys want to hear because we love, um, you know, hearing different topics and talking about yeah. it. Yeah. So definitely. Until next time. Until next time. We'll see you soon. Set those smart goals. Let's go.